0: Today, more chaos at the southern border as the Biden regime goes all in on open borders. Hunter Biden sues Rudy Giuliani over the infamous laptop we were previously told was Russian disinformation. And you may think things are not going well at all, but fret not. Your tax dollars are going towards subsidizing Ukrainian small businesses. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and yesterday, according to Customs and Border Protection, there were approximately 11,000 migrant encounters at the southern border in the last 24 hours, marking the single highest day in recent memory. And there isn't an end in sight. Congratulations, America, as more migrants, overwhelmingly from Venezuela, continue to make their way in by whatever means necessary, including making their way here by traveling on the tops of trains. But for some... It's actually much easier than others. Come to the right spot along the border, wave your hands, perhaps, I don't know, say something nice, compliment your friendly border patrol agent, and the feds will just cut the wire and let you right on in.
1: The Eagle Pass, Texas, were just moments ago Customs and Border Protection cut a hole through the concertina wire that has been stretched by Texas DPS along the border there to allow migrants to come through. It was initially a group of about 60 to 70 people. It swelled to some 300 very, very quickly. Uh, some women and children who were sort of in the middle of the river were picked up um, by, I guess it would be Texas DPS, because they're running the airboats there up and down the river. And uh, taken out of the water and, and to safer ground there. But as you can see, as we have watched for the last couple of weeks, the illegal migration across the river into the United States continues uh, with this uh, border crossing in Eagle Pass, seeing thousands of people. And then over the weekend, we set what we believe is a new record of Mm 11,000 people mm -hmm. crossing into the United States. In a season, right we'll keep an eye on this
0: for you. Great, that's wonderful. Uh, Border Patrol Chief Jason Owens posted earlier today on X the staggering amount of drugs pouring into the country, or at least the amount actually being caught. He said with fiscal year 23 coming to a close in just a few days, September 30th, so far the U.S. Border Patrol has seized 69,000 plus pounds of narcotics between the ports of entry, including 40,000 plus pounds of marijuana, 13,000 plus pounds of meth, eleven thousand plus pounds of cocaine and 2,700 plus pounds of fentanyl. Again, consider we don't have a 100% accuracy rate on finding drugs smuggled into our country, and that's enough fentanyl to like wipe out the entire country. But those people are good people who just want a better life for themselves and their families. Are they? Do good people make a career out of poisoning Americans? Do good people start their residency by breaking the law, entering illegally? Do good people profit off of smuggling humans? Do good people abandon a two-month-old baby at the border, leaving them for dead? Because according to Border Patrol, that actually happened just yesterday. And speaking of things that happened yesterday, Texas Department of Public Safety had to take down a Venezuelan flag an illegal had planted on an island in Eagle Pass, Texas, claiming our land. One has to wonder, if these people think America is so great and they want a shot at the American dream, they're interested in the American way, why then would they plant the flag of the country they claim to be fleeing from? They need asylum from these countries, right? Well, why are you planting the flag? Now, the harsh reality is that many of these people aren't interested in assimilating and working toward the American dream. They're here to leech. They're here to take. They're here to benefit from an incompetent. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Joe is incompetent, but he's not actually in control. These people are here to take advantage of an evil globalist regime whose very existence is only validated if they are successful in a global reset, if you will. If the powers that be were actually as compassionate as they pretend to be on the immigration issue, you wouldn't see headlines like this one. Evangelical Christian family begs Biden administration to stop their deportation back to Germany, where it's illegal to homeschool their kids while millions pour across open U.S. border. Yeah, a family that fled Germany in 2008 after being threatened with prosecution for (gasps) homeschooling their five children, who have now, by the way, been living in the United States for 15 years seeking asylum, have just been told by the Biden regime that they better pack up, renew their German passports, even though unlike those entering through the southern border illegally, this family did it the right
2: way. We're seeing record numbers of illegals race across our southern border, most of which are claiming loosely claiming some sort of a need for asylum. Yet your clients clearly, because of their beliefs, want to homeschool in a country that allows it. And Germany does not. How to how square that circle for me?
1: Well, thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me. What I can say is the Romica family has entered the country lawfully. They've been here lawfully for 15 years. Yes. They want to stay here and there's a way to make that happen. So this is not a case other than a family following the rule of law, which is what we have in the United States, as you well know, and wanting to continue to follow, follow the rule of law to stay here. And so uh, the Biden administration can make that happen. Uh, the agencies can make it happen. And we're asking them to simply do just that.
0: Well, I'm sure that their request will be denied because, you know, we have to make room for more cartel members, drug smugglers, and criminals. Here to discuss this and more, we have Yaku Uyuns, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, along with Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find here on Blaze TV and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I'm a little perturbed today. Yeah. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm a little perturbed. I just... You know, you would think that there would need there, surely there are a handful of Democrats in Congress because we are hearing from Democrats like Kathy Hochul um, and Democrats in Chicago who are saying, guys, this is enough. We need to do something. But you would think that there would be a handful of Democrats in Congress who would be sounding the alarm on this and siding with the Republicans in saying we have to close the border border. Patrol, I love that they call it customs and border protection. What the hell are they protecting? It's not the border, they're cutting razor wire and letting these people right in. Like what is the point of even having them when the job is border protection? You would think that we could get at least some sane Democrats to join Republicans in saying we have to do something.
3: Yeah, if you wanna know if somebody or an organization is off mission is when you don't do what your name states that you're supposed to be doing. right? Right. Customs and border protection. We're not protecting a border. And the Kathy Hochels of the world, they're not saying close the border. They're just saying, stop taking them to our city. Last night, I was in New York City and I went to the Roosevelt Hotel, did a live. And I'm telling you, we are creating a homeless population in this country. The migrants, they're, they're, almost all of them are going to be rendered homeless, Pat, because if they had families, we wouldn't have had to buy out whole hotel buildings. The taxpayer, mind you, you're buying out the hotel building. Restaurants, they're charging $100 a plate. They're making a killing. Some of these New Yorkers who have converted your business into businesses serving that population, you're as much a sellout as, as the government is. And so, no, we're not protecting a border, uh, Sarah. And by default, in my world, those children become destitute. People get hungry. <coughs> crime goes through the roof. Crime, crime means nothing in New York. You get let out of prison. You get fingerprinted. You walk. Children will be abused. And, and we have become a third world country in... You go to 45th and Vanderbilt in New York City. And you just close your eyes and open it. And you tell me if you think you're in an American city.
0: Yeah. Cut.
2: You know, I thought things were bad uh, when I first got to Houston in 2001. That was 22 years ago. And we used to talk about this situation every single day. It was so bad. It's, I don't know, a hundred times worse now? Definitely worse. It, it is... It it is so much worse than I ever dreamed possible. And we can't get our federal government to understand and to do anything about it. Even though you know we've sent illegals to the Northeast and the mayors and some of the governors are starting to get it, the federal government won't get it through their head. And they're the ones who are tasked with protecting the border. And instead of protecting it, as you pointed out, as we saw, they're having the border patrol cut razor wire and allow them in. They're having the gates being welded open mm-hmm. so that they can come on in. It's, it's part of the destruction of the country because has the situation gotten better in this country or worse in the last 22 years? And it's not all because of illegal immigration, but that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a part of the drug situation, the crime situation, our deficit I mean, what they're starting to realize in New York is, because I used to always hear, oh, it's a net gain. The illegals, they're a net gain. They do a lot more for us than they take. Uh, They're realizing that couldn't be any further from the truth. I mean, it's costing them
3: billions. Pat, I'm an American citizen. I get stopped at a restaurant last night from entering a restaurant by National Guard. Semi-forcefully, because I I Mm. wanted to press a little bit. I wanted to see, right?
0: In New York. In New York.
3: Mm -hmm. Last night, I got back at 3 a.m. this morning at the Roosevelt Hotel, and and the V, the Vanderbilt restaurant that's attached to it, go there on 45th and Vanderbilt, right? And I get stopped by our law enforcement stops me from entering a restaurant, but the illegals can flood into the restaurant, and they're taking over Mm. blocks. And the system is being stressed to the max. Oh yeah, to the max. Because you know New York, you basically live in a ten-block radius, and everything duplicates. You got your diner and your laundromat, and and all of a sudden, if you live in that ten-block radius, your life is changing, and they're feeling it. The healthcare system is going to be pummeled. Oh yeah, at the moment, the social services, education. Sarah had it on her show last week. Three billion dollars. It's going to cost us just for the illegal children that's in the Texas education system. It's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. But the end justifies the means to these people. Mm -hmm. And that flag, Sarah, we talk about assimilation. Mm -hmm. Go to Canada and you'll see they fly the Italian flag in Toronto and the Chinese flag and the Venezuelan flag. And you're a French Canadian and an Italian Canadian. You don't fly the Canadian flag. That is a statement, that Mm -hmm. flag. By the way, that's U.S. soil halfway through that river. Not not the Mm -hmm. edge of the river, Halfway through that, that flag is planted in the United United States States of America.
0: Yes, yes. Um, So, okay, so, so on the topic of illegal immigration, I want to, um, I want to touch on Pat, you mentioned when you lived in Houston. Um, There is a housing development north of Houston called Colony Ridge that I'm sure both of you are aware of that has become just this hub for, it's like, it's literally, it's an illegal immigrant town. Like it's an illegal immigrant neighborhood. Uh, The developer allows for illegal aliens to obtain loans to purchase land using individual tax ID numbers instead of social security numbers. And this is, we're talking, this is an estimated 50,000 to 75,000 inhabitants. It's over 60 square miles. Now, not, just to be fair, not every single person in the housing development complex is an illegal immigrant, but the vast majority uh, reportedly are. And um, the, the Republican Party of Texas unanimously passed 61 to 0 a resolution yesterday calling on Governor Greg Abbott to convene a special session, a special legislative session to address this. Um, you know, you want to talk about magnets. Yeah. There's one right there. Hey, you're illegal. Don't worry. You don't need any paperwork and you can come live in this house. And I would just like to point out, I know, you know, when Greg Abbott is running against Beto O'Rourke. Uh, we like to make sure to tell people vote for Greg Abbott because it's it's better than the you know <laughs> the other side, right? But let's talk about Greg Abbott's yes. role in this for a second yes. here, okay? Because the developer is a man by the name of William Trey Harris. Mm-hmm. Okay, this developer just so happened to have donated a massive amount of money to none other than Greg Abbott. That mm-hmm. right there. $900,000 is just between uh, the 2020 and 2022 elections. If you go back and look from 2018, there's more. Mm-hmm. So that's 300000 600000 Yep, over a million dollars yep, that this man who runs this development has donated to Governor Greg Abbott, who it just so happens has conveniently turned a blind eye to an illegal immigrant housing complex in freaking Texas.
3: Sarah, selling land to illegals. Under Greg Abbott also, may I remind you that 142,000 acres was sold to an affiliate of the CCP. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. In Texas,
0: and the Speaker of the House, Dade Phelan, will not take up a bill to ban that from happening.
3: We'll keep selling land to, and that land to the CCP is right around Laughlin Air Force Base, which is where we, I don't know, just train our F-35 Raptors Mm. uh, pilots. That's also the Air Force Base where Joe Biden flew children with unmarked Boeing's from that Air Force Base. Right? We're going to sell land to a person with. Incredible CCP ties, 142,000 acres. We're selling land to illegals. Heck, we're asking the taxpayer to pay $700 a night for them in a New York hotel tonight. It's, mm-hmm. it's candy land in America at the moment. If But mm-hmm. but we will deport good people. Mm-hmm. We will deport mm-hmm. families that's been here, that's contributing, yeah, that right. creates jobs that came illegally. Yep. Oh, that makes sense because those people won't vote
2: mm-hmm.
3: for this... Uh, new system folk that wants to drive this nation to its knees to kiss the ring of Davos and the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization.
2: If uh, Greg Abbott won't do something about it, maybe my friend and former boss uh, Dan Patrick will. The mm-hmm. Lieutenant Governor of Texas said he's going to look into mm-hmm. the Colony Ridge situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't have 75,000 illegals just massing there. No, and, and it's fine. It, I mean, it's it, and it's such a small section of this problem, this overall problem that has taken over Texas and all the border states. Mm-hmm. And and fortunately, you know, the northeastern block has gotten a little taste of it too. I can't help but think something's eventually going to give here, and mm-hmm. and it's probably going to come from the Mayor Adams section because they don't care about Texas. They right. don't. They don't care. Yeah. Um, and apparently Gavin Newsom in California doesn't care about what's going on in his state. He's going to try to run for president. So maybe it'll break the system in New York first, and then they'll finally do something about it, and we'll finally take care of the situation because it's completely out of control.
0: Yeah, maybe if um, our Speaker of the House here in Texas, State Phelan, wasn't so drunker, drunk all the time. Uh, yes, yeah. maybe if he wasn't so drunk all the time, he'd be <laughs> yeah. able to uh, to take care of this mess, but... That's would help. What happens? That would help in Texas. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you see what's going on in the country, you see the Bidenflation that's happening. You see, you know, you look at your four hundred and one ks and your IRAs, and you're like, ah, didn't want to see that because a lot of years ago, this was worth way more than it is now. Well, as demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar weakens, and that is why. Birch Gold Group apparently is busier than ever. Uh, investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. This is what my family has done. Obviously, I'm not a financial you know, consultant, so I am urging you to... Don't take my word for it. Go talk to the people at Birch Gold. They will send you a free, no-obligation information kit on gold. We have diversified very heavily in gold. Um, We did it again just recently, and we did it with Birch Gold. They made it very, very easy, and they can help you navigate transitioning your IRA or 401K into um, that IRA with gold. So you can text the word Y to 989898 to claim that free information kit. That is the word Y, W-H-Y, to 989898. All right, this one is fascinating. Hunter Biden, uh, yesterday, no today, filed a lawsuit against Rudy Giuliani, alleging that Giuliani violated his privacy rights by illegally disseminating content from this infamous laptop. So this is a complaint that was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California. And in the complaint, they say that Rudy Giuliani himself is, quote, primarily responsible for the total annihilation, end quote, of Biden's digital privacy. And it says, for the past many months and even years, defendants have dedicated an extraordinary amount of time and energy towards looking for hacking into tampering with, manipulating, copying, disseminating, and generally obsessing over data that they were given, that was taken or stolen. I love that. Taken or stolen, one of the two, from plaintiff's devices or storage platforms, including what defendants claim to have obtained from plaintiff's alleged laptop computer. Um, So they're saying that some of this was from an external drive. And the external drive, I guess, is the problem. I'm not sure, but it's just fascinating to watch this story transpire from, you know, the laptop uh, contents are released in, what, October of 2020. And people immediately, the Democrats, jump and say this is Russian disinformation. It isn't true. You have, what, 50 former uh, heads of, you know, United States, former intelligence officials co- colluding. You want to talk about collusion, mm-hmm. colluding together to sign a letter saying this is most definitely Russian disinformation. Don't believe it. Don't worry. And we've gone all the way from there to uh, almost three years later. Now Hunter Biden himself is suing because it turns out everything was freaking real and exactly what we said it was the entire time. So much so that he thinks that he's entitled to some sort of financial relief from being embarrassed because pictures are now exist that everyone has seen of him not being able to stop touching his genitals.
3: Yeah, it's so funny because Dumb and Dumber over there took his laptop and left it, like right. with all that incriminating evidence, at a little laptop repair place. I'll never forget. I was on the Rudy Giuliani show that day when they raided his office. I was no literally, way. yeah, I was actually on the show, and and they raided his office, and he, and and the mayor, America's mayor, texted me and said he begged. The FBI to take the yeah. hard drives, yeah. and they left them. Yeah. They even took his watch. Yep. They took everything, but because they knew yep. what was on yep. there, yep. they yep. took everything. They're they raiding my house. Here. They took his flat-screen televisions. Here
0: you go, please take this, no sir, no
3: please take this no and thanks. investigate no. <laughs> this. This son of the former vice president, now president, and uh, come on, man, mm-hmm. I mean, this is look. Projection much? Mm-hmm. Just got to deflect a little bit, take the heat off. And some stupid prosecutor will run with it and they'll go, yeah, let's go after Giuliani while he's being kicked because he's being indicted right. you know, for investigating election. Uh, mm-hmm. Tampering potentially. So no, I mean, this is such a joke and it's all for what? It's all semantics. It's all optics. I mean, this guy belongs behind bars and, and most likely his father too. Not just for for taking money and and bribery and quid pro quo, but how we talk about crimes against humanity that this current president should be charged for. When you start leaving two-month-olds at the border and Mm -hmm. people are dying at the border and they're being displaced. How about the crimes of humanity, you know, on this current administration? Yeah,
0: I am. So interestingly enough, Pat, the uh, the lawsuit seeks a court order to prevent Giuliani and others from accessing, tampering with, manipulating or copying Biden's data and have them Mm -hmm. return the device and the hard drive to Hunter (laughs) along with any backup files. Like, buddy, you can't. The genie's not going back in the bottle on this. And you know what? I also wish that I could unsee what I saw in the laptop. We need none of us want to have seen it. Unfortunately, the memory is etched in our brains, quite possibly forever, which is why we all need therapy for our
2: PTSD. And he was apparently quite proud of it. I mean, wasn't he <laughs> naked all the time? He was <laughs> yeah. naked on a bed with the, with the hooker and the cocaine, yeah. and he was naked out by the pool, and there was a one of the friends of his lover that was there, and she was. they were all naked. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> If you were embarrassed by that stuff, maybe you should have picked up the laptop in the first place when it was fixed and you were told, hey, come get your laptop. And he never did. Yeah. I mean, why? It's amazing to me. It boggles my mind that he never picked it up. I know. And that, you know, you, you're, they make a phone call to you and say, hey, your laptop's done. Come pick it up. Yeah. And then you leave it and then you leave it longer. And then eventually, I think it was a three month rule that he had, that the owner of the mm-hmm. laptop, the computer store had. And after three months, it's kind of fair game. Well, that's not even his laptop then, but according to the agreement he signed at the time that he got the repair. Mm. So I don't even know how he
3: yeah. launches the this. Way he way it lost he he to 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 be thrown out. Well, yeah. he lost chain of custody at that point by yeah. the right. rules of yeah. that business. Right. So he right. lost chain of custody, uh, it's self-incriminating. But it's funny that he thinks if he gets it back now, Tells you the, the level of intelligence that, okay, they should hand it back to him and say, Hunter, you're safe now. Here, mm-hmm. take it. No one else knows. I mean, it's think of what it we're talking it. about in this nation when we're actually imploding mm-hmm. culturally. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. this is the, the nonsense and the semantics we've got to deal with. I mean,
0: You know, we do a segment called uh, Dear Sarah every Friday in which people send me messages. You know, they ask for like life tips and and stuff like that because uh, Dear Abby's dead. So naturally, I said, let's just do Dear Sarah. And people ask me about dating and marriage and relationships. And I would just like to take this opportunity to say, I think you need to get you someone who loves you as much as Hunter Biden loves his own penis.
2: (laughs) Is I that think, possible? I don't know,
0: there, but you, you should, should try. Oh
3: my god! Listen, you should try. Listen, I do not want to see you turn into <laughs> Hitch. The show Hitch. <laughs> not that I want to endorse anything that Will Smith is doing, but, but I mean, are we doing dating advice now on the show?
0: We are only on Fridays, and okay. well, it's 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 a plethora of different. Mm. Not uh, just dating. No, 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 not just dating. Um, okay, so on the the topic of the. The Bidens um, Democrats are apparently very terrified This is in quotes, terrified that 80 year old President Joe Biden will have a very bad fall. While some are frustrated that aides allow the president to wander off stage following speaking engagements. And so since they're so worried that he's going to trip and fall, um, they have him wearing tennis shoes to avoid slipping And um, after he fell over the sandbag at the U.S. Air Force Academy a while back, um, they've been very worried. And so they're making the the steps shorter on Air Force One so that he doesn't fall. Uh, But they are they're very nervous about joe biden falling so things are going really well (laughs) for for the bidens things are going really great guys i it's a valid concern to have because i honestly
2: already fallen multiple times
0: multiple times and honestly when i see him give any sort of speech now i actually and i don't i mean i don't say this as a joke i literally every time i'm like is he gonna just collapse and die
2: yeah i know no, every time he's done with a speech, we talk about this on my show all the time, because he's always getting off stage somewhere. Yeah. And every, literally, every time he turns around. Yep. And yep. he has no idea what yep. to do, where to go, who he is, yep. Yep. how to walk. He has no idea. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> inevitably has to come and guide him yep. off. And, you know, they've told him. Yeah. Multiple oh, times. For sure. You, Mr.
3: They're, President. They're
0: probably over there going like this. Yeah. This yeah. way,
2: and he still he doesn't can't know. not retain mm-hmm. any of that information.
3: You no. mm-hmm. remember the guy that walked down the ramp with him and said, hey, there'll be a green X on the floor, yep. or, please stop at the green X, and then I'll yeah. show yep. you who to say hi to. Um, y- it makes you think, and I, I can't help but wonder what they're juicing him up with.
2: Yeah. To just get him yeah. to be some kind of cognitive Alzheimer's Twitter- drug or something. Three. Mm-hmm. Cocaine. Oak, dude. Well,
3: Hunter can all take those whoa, well, that's, that's maybe that was, why. That's maybe why it was in. That's what I'm saying. The White House it was Joe's plot it was twist.
0: <laughs> um, okay, all right. Let's take a uh, another quick break, and then when we come back, let's talk about how uh, the Ukraine is spending your tax dollars. Yes, very exciting stuff. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Chamonix. So, um, listen, I love Genusel Chamonix, Genusel products, but I want to read another. Endorsement. This is Ella from Rockford, Illinois, who says, I have both age and acne spots, and Genucel is actually fading both of them. The serum is worth every penny. So she's talking about the dark spot corrector from Genucel, which, if you live in Texas and you've been going through this record heat and humidity, this is a must have uh, sunspots, brown spots, discoloration, red inflamed patches. Um, this serum can work for all of it. And here is Genucel's amazing guarantee. You are going to see results day one or your money back. I love the immediate effects that you put under your eyes and you can act, you literally can feel it working I mean, I'm just, it's aptly named. It's called Immediate Effects because you can literally feel it working immediately. And right now you can try it at about 70% off. You can go to genucelcom slash Y. It is is slash Y to get that introductory offer, the most popular package for 70% off new customers, dot com slash Y. So I know that there are a lot of leftists in the country who are very pro-Ukraine, simply because I think they're like, we hate Putin, therefore we love Ukraine. And I guess they're willing to just sell off, give give off, give away all of their children's and grandchildren's assets um, just to, like, fund Ukraine forever and ever, apparently. But it's not just the war and arming Ukraine and making sure they have what they need to fight the war. Um, We're actually, like, Purchasing seeds and fertilizer for farmers and subsidizing small businesses, yay! Here is some of that on 60 Minutes Watch. American taxpayers are financing more than just weapons. We discovered the U.S. government's buying seeds and fertilizer for Ukrainian farmers and covering the salaries of Ukraine's first responders all 57,000 of them. Wonderful. That includes oh, the team that trains this rescue dog, named Joy, to comb through the wreckage wow. of Russian strikes looking for survivors.
3: <laughs> and
0: She's the US gone, also but... funds the divers, who we saw clearing unexploded ammunition from the country's rivers, to make them safe again for swimming and fishing. Russia's invasion shrank Ukraine's economy by about a third. We were surprised to find that to keep it afloat, the U.S. government is subsidizing small businesses. Mm. Oh my gosh, congratulations to the Ukrainian small businesses. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, I guess, because I, you know, small businesses here in the United States are have so much red tape, uh, bureaucracy, just to get anything done. Um, you gotta like jump through hoops in order to even open up a small business in this country. Mm-hmm. But, so it's nice to know that at least a country is receiving some help for small businesses. It's just not ours.
3: No, that not particular ours. business, I think I, I looked into a little bit, It's knitting sweaters, right? Oh, good. That's going to stop the war. It's going to help good, for sure. Good. Putin's going to shake in his boots for the, <laughs> you know, for the knitting. Mm. Look, if we look at the demise of the American middle class at the moment... And that's really what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you break a country's middle class, you, you make it milquetoast, you silence them, you take their voice and you break them economically so that big daddy government can sweep in and grow exponentially. At the same time, you open the border. At the same time, you don't prosecute crime. I mean, it is just a, a melting pot in a, in a disastrous situation, but we'll fund small business in other countries. So. Uh, of course, the president that has printed more money than anybody in history will just give it away. Um, I still believe that they're protecting their own height. It's the money laundering scheme through the Ukraine mm-hmm. for decades. Mm-hmm. That the Bushes were involved. I mean, they were all involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obama, all of them. And so, which is why they went after Trump when he wanted to look under the hood and say, hey, is there corruption here between our country and yours? I, so now, of course, we'll fund them out the wazoo. We'll fund any small business over there. I believe that there's no end to what they're willing to do uh, versus helping the Americans.
2: From the beginning, we've asked for accountability on the money we're sending over there because we're sending hundreds of billions. If you added it all up, the humanitarian and the military, um, and now this, I mean, it's, Fox gave a number uh, several months ago of 200 billion. and I tend to believe it's probably well over that now, way over that because we give hundreds of millions if not billions every week. And so this is the reason we wanted it accounted for because what what is our money being spent on? That's our money. Those are sacred funds from the American taxpayer. That's not how our elected officials look at it anymore. Um, but they are. And you're only supposed to spend them in certain ways. and this isn't one of them mm-hmm. and so it's amazing that cbs actually did a little yes, digging right 60 minutes yeah. acted like 60 minutes of old yeah and and found something out that is uh, that should be um really m- maddening to the vast majority of americans
3: Pat, i got a call last week from south africa right and the call went like this hey, Yaku. African companies are getting contracts from the Ukrainian government, and they're being paid by the American aid that's being sent to come provide services to the Ukrainians. So what has happened here is the world is flocking to the Ukraine because there's money. Mm-hmm. And it's an endless spigot. Mm-hmm. And they'll come in and provide services or whatever it is. So we're not, I don't know, again, like how many people's crossed into the U.S. The number we'll never really know. And we'll right. never really know how much money is really being spent. Uh, but there's no accountability. You can't trace. And then are we funding entities from Africa and from Central Europe? Or, f- there are good guys that are friends of ours. Probably not. Right. Mm-hmm. We're funding those who hate us, who have just joined BRICS. Mm-hmm. We're with Russia in, in China, but we're funding them. We're lining the pockets of companies worldwide that are flocking, because don't let any opportunity go to waste, right? Or any disaster go to waste. So, so we, we are, this is so diabolical, what we're doing. It's such a, a disservice to the American citizen. Why we're not up in arms more about just that one issue, about hey, the fiscal responsibility is completely out the window. I, I don't understand. Um,
0: Yes, 60 Minutes says nearly $25 of non-military aid into Ukraine's economy we've paid um, since the invasion began. Mm. And I love this. You can see it working at the bustling farmer's market on John McCain Street in central Kiev. So, (laughs) of course, it's named John McCain Street, but... I mean, does that not make (laughs) my point? I know.
3: When they name their streets after corrupt politicians. I know, I I know,
0: I know. Um, And so, you know, uh, to your point, Pat, I think that 60 Minutes obviously got the greater story, but I'm not sure that they think it's a bad thing. Right. Well, that's no. why
2: they showed the no. dog. Right. That looks yes. they, exactly right. Yes. And exactly
0: that's why they right. showed
3: the bombs the, in the river. The river exactly yeah. Yeah. right. Exactly. Oh, by the way, yeah. so give them credit, but like, don't yeah. give them too much credit. Right. Yeah. No. yeah. No, exactly. they, they were
0: not trying to expose no. them by any means. They were trying to be like, look what our money is going to. I mean, we have homeless veterans it's in, the, in really this country. We don't want to help them. We want to fund the mm-hmm. bustling farmers market on John McCain Street in central Kiev. That's great. Um, and by the way, uh, while 60 Minutes was in Kiev, Elizabeth Warren, Richard Blumenthal and Lindsey Graham were all also in Kiev.: When, oh, when those people all agree on something, uh-huh. I want as far away from it as freaking possible.
3: And Lindsey Graham. Right. You would think Lindsey Graham should not be traveling with Elizabeth Warren I mean, can you? I mean. And Richard Blumenthal. Yeah, mm. I know. Yep. Um, all right,
0: we've, let's go ahead and take another quick break. We'll be right back.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, I want to hear your thoughts on this poll, recent poll from Real Clear Opinion Research that found that one-third of registered Democrat respondents feel that Americans have, quote, too much freedom to speak freely. And I just... (laughs) I have some concerns here. Um, So 42% of individuals under 30 years old stated that it is, quote, more important, end quote, to them that the government is able to place restrictions on speech in the interest of national security. So Looking at you, Gen Zers, and uh, more than 28 percent of respondents replied that they do not support speech deemed deeply offensive to most people. Um, this is a big problem,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like a really big problem. hmm. And I don't know how to stop it because we are sending our children to indoctrination camps where they are being taught things like this. And now they're literally growing up thinking that free speech is not an inherent right that we have in this country. And we're going to end up like, you know, uh, England, where you get in trouble with the police for misgendering someone, or Canada, where they're doing, you know, the same type of things. They're freezing your bank accounts if you go in the streets and speak out against, you know, vaccine mandates for truckers. And it's like, I know I say a lot of things in jest, but I am actually extremely concerned about this younger generation Mm -hmm. and their knowledge um, and depth of knowledge in the actual like freedoms and liberties that were completely inherent to the founding of this country
2: it's because of the indoctrination camps we send them to called public schools mm-hmm. yeah. and the i think the only way we stop that is to stop sending our kids to public schools yeah i mean if you possibly can you need to take your kids out of school and homeschool them yeah i mean there's so many there's so many ways that they support you in that that you can be supported in that effort now there's you know online stuff there's curriculum available mm-hmm. to you there's there's uh co-op mm-hmm. groups that you can find online and you can get together with other homeschoolers and you can make sure what your kids are being taught instead of having them be told at school that the worst thing that can happen is for you to be called a name. I mean, that's so ridiculous now that they think that you shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to offend anybody with your speech. That should be illegal. Well, the only kind of speech that needs to be protected is speech that's offensive to somebody. Mm-hmm. It's, it's speech mm-hmm. that the rest of us don't like. That's the only kind of speech. If it's speech we like, there's no need to protect it. Nobody's saying anything about it. Right. So, I mean, they've got it completely upside down. Our, our, you know, Gen Z and a lot of millennials have it completely upside down because they've been propagandized.
3: Yeah. yeah, Pat, and it's again, it's anti-God. God said, do not pick up the spirit of offense. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you pick up offense. So someone says something you don't like. It's your choice whether you're yes. offended or yes. not. True. Yes. So biblically don't pick up the spirit. So it's just anti-God. The whole thing is an anti-God culture. We've we have generated here a snowflake generation, maybe two of them, mm-hmm. late millennials and Gen Z for sure. That is going to bite us yeah. for mm-hmm. decades. OK. Good luck them defending a country. They don't know anything about the country. They don't know anything about the founding fathers, where we came from. Mm -hmm. Truth is fluid. Gender Mm -hmm. is fluid to them. Everything's fluid. And they just just absolutely abdicate their responsibility as citizens to the government under the banner of, as you said, national security. Mm -hmm. Do we look secure on the border? Do we look like we're secure? Do we look like we can defend ourselves in this moment? Will you defend? I don't trust those two generations to defend anything. I know. They couldn't defend their lunch. Okay, never mind this country. I mean, we just heard from our our new
2: military leader, uh, the guy that's replacing uh, General Milley, that diversity is the most Uh. important recruitment uh, characteristic that they're looking for.
3: Wait, Ugh. diversity? Again, the... good luck defending. Yeah. And by the way, yeah. uh, on average, who are the moms that are taking their children to drag queen story hour and drag shows? Okay, it's these late... Blue-haired... Late millennial, yep. Yep. late millennial yep. Gen Z moms. Yep. They have absolutely lost all sensibility. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you're right. Um, and I just don't know... I mean, you, Pat, you say homeschool your kids, which I would agree with, but like... I don't know how we convince the larger population yeah, to do hard. that because
3: you know it's you a say, hard thing it, we, well, we homeschool well i abolish but, the whole school system yes right but i much.
0: but i feel like the the public school system has done such a great job of trying to convince and trick parents into yeah, thinking have. that it's yes. you can't do it it's too expensive you to go to college you, or you can't you do it and also Kids will work
2: turn out weird right they what won't about be socialized. the socialization well yeah that's what that's the yeah. best part of it right socializing not having this yes. in school yeah thank you
0: That's like reason number one. Thank you for reminding us of it. Um, All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. (laughs) All right, right, so awkward moment. We talked about Lindsey Graham earlier. Awkward moment for Donald Trump when uh, he was at a rally and he mentioned Senator Lindsey Graham in South Carolina. Let's see how that went.
1: another man who's always there he's always i'll tell you what when i need help on the left he's great he's great and he's my friend too lindsey graham wherever you are lindsey thank you oh no, no. he helps me on the left we need help sometimes republicans shouldn't need help on the
2: left but he helps Ooh, oh wow that's awesome. so he's saying lindsey graham is left
0: well, he's saying he helps me with the left. He
2: helps
3: me with the left, because he's so because liked he's by left. the left. Because he travels with <laughs> he <lives> with Warren. <laughs> but that was a pivot by Trump. He tried to save that one. Yeah, you he did. did.
0: You, you can't fault Trump. I mean, you know... Yeah. you. Obviously, you're a political candidate. You're in South Carolina. Exactly. You want to reference the home team. You think it's right. a safe bet, and it's just and not. It's not.
3: <laughs> South well, well he, learned, he learned that the home team is not like. <laughs> oh, <liked>. man. <laughs>
0: well, uh, maybe just, I don't know, Donald Trump, if you're watching this, don't, like, come to Texas and reference Dan Crenshaw or John Cornyn being your friend. Yes. Yeah.
3: Because
0: yeah. you might be met by the same booze. Date feeling. Dade, you don't mention Dade Phelan <laughs> as being your friend because he helps you. That's not going to get you anything uh, from... from. Te- it's not going to curry favor from actual Texans. You got to wonder when Lindsey Graham will actually see that any sort of ramification in, like, a, I don't know, a primary. Mm. Right? Like, these people, yeah. they... Your constituents hate you. How do you keep getting elected? Maybe
3: maybe now. Maybe now that it's out, like the cat's out of the back, right? Maybe. Because it hasn't been like this.
0: I don't know. Well, and he's just been so exceptionally horrible on Ukraine. Maybe they'll finally find a better candidate. So thank you, guys. Yaku, Pat, thanks for being here.
2: Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.